listener production. Hey everyone, Amelia Robehart with an extra episode of The Briefing. Hamas militants escaped from the Gaza Strip and wreaked havoc on Israel across the weekend, killing more than 700 people and taking in 130 hostages. Israel has promised a military offence the like of which the world has never seen before. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has promised to change the Middle East as Israeli jets and helicopters continue to pound Palestinian targets across the Gaza Strip. 100,000 troops have been assembled near the Palestine border at Gaza. A total of 300,000 reservists have also been called up. The death toll, it's risen to more than 1,200, with more than 700 dead in Israel and more than 500 Palestinian deaths. Sydney couple Joe and Kerry Canuccio are stuck in a hotel room in Tel Aviv. Our executive producer, Dan Mullins, managed to get in touch with them between visits to a safe room in their hotel. Kerry and Joe, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Joe, I might start with you. Where exactly are you? Uh, we're in a hotel called the Dan Panorama. It's um, just a south of Tel Aviv, the central city, but uh, near Jaffa. And uh, we're basically on the main road across the road from the beach. And we're looking um, basically southwest. So we can't really see Gaza from here because we've got a, a building. We're on about the 12th floor, but we're on a bu- we've got a building in front of us which sort of would give us a view of Gaza if if it wasn't there. But apart from that, yeah, we can basically see a little bit south and into the west. Kerry, uh, tell us about the moment that you became aware that something wasn't quite right. Well, we were actually like in bed on on the the 7th at the 7 and then 7 o'clock in the morning, we could hear these alarms going off. So I opened the door and we could see like an Israeli family. They were crouched in the corridor sitting down and we could hear the an announcement to say, get to the shelter behind the lift shafts. So we sort of said, oh, come on, we've got to get to the lift shafts. So we sort of all started running down. And on every floor in the hotels, they have a bomb shelter. And the Israeli lady was saying they have those, they're quite well reinforced, there's no windows. So if you do get hit directly, you're not going to get any glass or anything like that. When you go into the shelters, you've got to wait 10 minutes. And when you're in there, you can feel the, you can slightly hear the the bomb going off because the Iron Dome is uh, intercepting it. And then after 10 minutes, they come and say, it's okay for you to go back to your room. And that's when we thought we're in serious issues. So how many times have you had to run to the the safe room since then? Five times. Right. So what's it like there now, Kerry? At the moment, we haven't had any air raids since the 7th. In Tel Aviv, it seems quite calm, you can hear the bombs in the distance occasionally and you can hear the flighter jets high in the sky. You can't hear them, but you you know they're going somewhere. Joe, where have you been getting your information? Is it via local authorities or, or via Australian authorities? Uh, information for Just, things that we should be doing. Yeah, yeah and, and what the situation, how it's going to pan out over the next 24, 48 hours. Basically, you're just getting a bit of a feel around the hotel, but we've been 
getting onto the uh, English Sky News and and um, I think it might be Fox that we have here at the um, at the hotel just to get a, a bit of a picture on what's you know actually happening in, in the overnight raids. We can hear the bombs going off at night time in Gaza. You can hear that, and and like Kerry said, the planes going over. We just cross our fingers that the uh, air raid sirens don't go off and having to run to the shelter all the time. But apart from that, we managed to get a flight out today, which we booked a little bit. Um, we changed the flight to get out and then spend a couple of nights in Dubai so before we head home. And so you've been planning this trip for a while. Did you ever consider that something like this was possible when you planned it, Kerry? Uh, yeah, well, you sort of... You joke about it in a way. You don't really think it's going to happen. Mm. And one of my girlfriends, I gave her all of our information because she actually had to get her children out of Egypt once when there was a military coup. So she's been quite good putting us on the DFAT, registering us with DFAT because we're finding it from Australia they're able to do things better than what we've been able to do from here. I did consider it, but... Even the lady who has her, her children, when we had the bomb go off, she said this hasn't happened in Tel Aviv for about two years. Very unusual. And so are you able to leave the hotel now? Are you able to go out onto the streets to see what it's like? Yes, you're able to go out onto the streets. We went for a walk yesterday, but when you're walking, you're aware that if the alarm goes off, we were told by some Israeli people that the buildings open their doors and you run into the building and you get into the stairwell. So as we walk for a lovely walk along the beach, I'm sort of looking at every building thinking, I can get into that one, I can get into that one. So it's not a pleasant walk, but you, you can get out of there. You can get out and walk around. Kerry, when you're walking around out on the streets, you're going heading down to the beach, does it look like life in Tel Aviv is kind of back to normal or is there any semblance of normality or is it very quiet on the streets? What's it like out, out in the it's like, you're like It's like you're in COVID because we're staying in the hotel because if the alarm goes off, you want to get to the shelter. There's nobody on the beaches. The beaches aren't patrolled. There's a few people walking around. It's, it's like COVID. You feel like you've gone back to that again. There's nobody around. Joe. This might seem like a crazy question at this stage, but when you eventually get out later today, would you consider going back? Uh, it's not a place. It's a great I've got to say Tel Aviv's a lovely city um, and a friend of mine is, well, his company's based here, so he's travelled here a fair bit and he's recommended to come here. But uh, I'm going to say if there was peace in the Middle East or around here, I'd say... Yeah, I'd put it on a list to come back only because of the fact that – and and because and it is a, is a lovely city, but, yeah, yeah not, not with the turmoil anymore. I think you can just um, – you know that you can feel even when we've been on a tour prior to the bombings going off that it, it feels unnerving, I suppose, going from the Palestinian side to the, you know, Israeli side. You, you know, just it, – it's it's – got too much military content for my liking. Um, I'd rather go to an area where, you know, you don't have turmoil uh, like this country has, I suppose. So, so in, 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 in relation to your question, I'd say, no, it's not, it's not, you know, not a place I'd want to come back and visit, no. 
must be a very eerie experience. Have you considered the fact that you're going to have one heck of a story to tell for the rest of your lives? The thing is, I turned 60. This is my birthday trip. And I turned 60 yesterday. And this was my gift. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, what a 60th birthday story. I've got a good 60th birthday story. So you've managed to get a flight out later today. Where to from here? You just sit sit tight until you can finally get to the airport and get out? Yes. Yeah, we're just planning. We've got a flight at, at 12.45 p.m. So we're planning on getting to the airport early to make sure that we get on it and then just two nights in Dubai until we get our connecting flight and then come home. There's no seats, I believe, from Dubai earlier, so... We'll spend a couple of couple of days there. Well, it's been a harrowing experience for the pair of you, even though it's been a lovely birthday, I'm sure, Kerry. You've got a story to tell forever. <laughs> Thanks so much for taking the time to talk with us here on The Briefing, and I hope you make it through the night safely and get out uh, of there later today. Safe travels. No problem at all. Thank you. Good on you, Dan. That was our executive producer, Dan Mullins, talking with Sydney couple Kerry and Joe Carnuccio. In terms of developments today, the headline that caught most people's eye was the Hamas announcement that they will start to kill hostages as soon as Israel begins its attacks on civilians in Gaza. So with troops on the border and threats to kill hostages, it looks like it's going to get a whole lot worse before it gets better. That's all we have time for in this extra episode of The Briefing. I'm Amelia Robohart. Tom and the team will be back in your feed tomorrow from 6am. 